Turn with me tonight, Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews chapter number 11. I want to preach tonight. Uh, this is the message that God put on our heart Wednesday night. I've still been, been wrestling with it, wallowing with it. Uh, sometimes God takes them away and sometimes He don't. So I'm just going to go ahead and preach it tonight and mind the Lord. Uh, we'll try to be very brief tonight. just want to encourage you with a simple thought. I may reiterate just a little bit of what I did say Wednesday night, but I uh, feel like it's very needful. I want to preach on the subject. I read the one verse of Scripture, but I want to preach on the subject of access by faith. We, we realize tonight that we are in this thing by faith. We're saved by faith. We realize that we're saved by faith through grace. And we realize tonight that uh, it takes faith to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but I think we would be lying tonight if we wasn't honest and said that many of us at times we struggle with faith. Amen. Amen. We won't preach tonight on this subject. Access by faith. The Bible says, Hebrews chapter number 11. I'm going to read just a few verses here. Keep your Bible open with me if you can. I've got several verses we may reference true uh, for, the, for, the, for time's sake. We're not going to read all of them, uh, but we want to look here in Hebrews chapter 11. The Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered up unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God signifying, God testifying of his gifts that he being dead yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Oh my, what a testimony that he had. But without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of the them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance, obeyed and went out, not knowing whether he went. Let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Our Father, we thank you once again. God, to be in the house of God. I thank you, Father, for, Lord, the good singing. God, that we've heard, God, this evening. I thank you, Father, for what you've done this morning. God, for liberty to preach. But, God, we realize tonight, God, this is a fresh hour. God, there's even a fresh need. God, it may be, uh, Father, a congregation of many of the same people tonight that were here this morning. But, God, we realize tonight, God, there is a fresh need. Uh, Lord, tonight, God, there is something, God, a little, little different tonight, uh, God, that these folks need. And, God, I pray tonight, God, God, that you would deliver that. Our Father, through these lips of clay tonight, I pray that God, you'd hide me behind the cross. God, I pray, Lord, you'd remove me from the, occasion, the equation. And God, I pray you'd uh, get glory, God, out of all this done tonight. I pray, Father, the Word of God would permeate into our hearts. God, it would be applied to our lives. I pray that, God, we'd live and love and learn by it. And God, I pray that, God, we'd do all, God, that you would have of us to do. I pray, Father, for the soul, God, of each person in this building tonight. God, you know the need, God, of each soul. God, I pray you'd meet those needs. Father, if there be one here that doesn't know you and the free pardon of sin that is unsaved. I pray tonight, God, it is our heart's desire, Lord, that they be saved. And God, we know that it is your will, Lord, that they be saved tonight. And God, we pray, Father, that they would come to you, God, in repentance, God, calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray tonight, God, that you get glory. Father, help us, God, for just a few minutes. Lord, I can't preach without you. God, I can't utter, I can't open my mouth, Lord, without you. I pray tonight, God, for your help and touching hand. I pray for your anointing and your unction. God, we do ask in Jesus' 
Shanaim. Amen and amen. As we look here in the Word of God in Hebrews chapter 11, this is a, a very familiar passage of Scripture in the Word of God. This is the Hall of Fame chapter in your Bible. Uh, my friend, and we find it speaks upon the subject of faith. This very familiar verse in chapter number 11, verse number 1, uh, this gives us the definition of faith, that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I'm thankful this evening that as we've come to the house of God, I'm glad that as we preach about heaven, we believe in heaven, we believe that by, because we've been saved by the amazing grace of God that we're on our way to heaven. I'm thankful that uh, the Lord, He doesn't just uh, tell us about it in, our, in His Word, but I'm glad that every now and then He allows us to get a substance of th- something that we have not yet seen. I'm glad that every now and then occasionally that the Lord pulls, pours out glory in our soul, amen, and allows us to taste just a little bit of what's not yet been seen. I'm thankful that when we pray for a lost sinner, I'm glad that I may, may be in the wee hours of the night. It may be in our prayer closet. It may be here in the altar in the church. It may be through a message that is preached but I'm glad that God will encourage our heart concerning those that we've been praying for. I'm glad that God will give us the encouragement and substance my friend of an event that's going to take place that we have not yet seen. I can't tell you how many times that I've been praying for God to do something my friend and I've become a little bit discouraged in myself but all of a sudden God will send somebody by my way. God will send a man of God. God will send a song by. God will send just somebody by to testify. Uh, my friend, just say a word of encouragement uh, and they don't have no idea what they're doing. Amen. But God is speaking through them uh, and encouraging me and giving me a little bit of substance of something that has yet to come. I'm thankful that through faith we find those things. We find that in verse number two, that by it the elders obtained a good report. Uh, my friend, all through the word of God, you'll find people that had faith. Amen. And the Bible tells us that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Brother Iron made a statement this morning. I thought on that statement today. He said that he heard a message, a preacher preached, and he said if you I can't believe the very first verse in your Bible, amen, then you're going to have a hard time the rest of something to that effect. Uh, my friend, that's exactly what this verse is telling us, that through faith we understand, amen, that the worlds were framed by the word of God, amen. We must believe Amen. That God is the creator. That he is who he said he was. Amen. That he done what he said that he done. If we can't believe. Amen. Genesis 1.1. We can't believe. Amen. Romans 10 and 9. Amen. It's impossible to take a piece here and a piece there and not take. Amen. The word of God as a whole. It, it degrades who God is. It changes God into something that he's not. And can I say this evening that God is not interested in you changing who he is. Amen. Uh, my friend in your theology or ideology or in your thinking. God is who he is and cannot be changed, amen, as we preach this morning. And we find here, amen, in the Word of God that we find there is access by faith. We find that beginning in verse number 4, that by faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, for which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and that he being dead, yet speaking. Now you understand the story in the Old Testament in Genesis chapter number 4. You understand the scripture, amen, that Cain and Abel, amen, they came before the Lord, that Abel took the firstlings of his flock and the fat thereof and Cain brought of the fruit of the ground. You find, amen, in that little passage of scripture, it is a type, amen, of a blood sacrifice and it's a type of the offering of the work of man's hands. And we find that Abel, he brought, my friend, the blood sacrifice that God had required. It seems through the scripture that Adam, my friend, had testified unto these two boys. My friend, what God done over there in the Garden of Eden, how that he had taken a lamb and he had killed that and made a coat of skins out of it, that the 
covering of the fig leaves was insufficient. My friend, that the work of the earth, amen, was insufficient to cover, my friend, Adam and Eve and to cover their nakedness in God. I literally took an animal, killed that animal, my friend, and made a coat of skins. I can imagine, my friend, that when they put that coat, when God put that coat of skins on Adam and Eve, that the blood was still, amen, running. My friend, that they had blood all over them. My friend, and Adam realized that it took the blood, it took a life, my friend, to redeem him, to cover him, my friend, to satisfy God. And in order for him to continue to live, my friend, on this earth, it took it took a blood sacrifice. And so we see here that I cannot help but see in the word of God that somewhere between the lines, amen, in Genesis chapter number three and Genesis chapter number four, that Adam had transpired that, my friend, unto his children. And we find, amen, in the word of God that Abel, he offered unto the Lord a more excellent sacrifice. My friend, by faith, Abel believed what he had been taught. He believed, my friend, the word that had been spoken. He believed what God done in the garden. He believed that who God was and he believed that God was an unchangeable God and he offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. My friend, what I'm saying tonight is that we have access by faith to worship God. Amen. If we worship God in any way, we will worship the Lord by faith. Amen. It takes faith to worship God, believing who he is and offering the praise of our worship. Any any offering of worship that you give unto the Lord must be of faith. Amen. It takes faith. Amen to please the Lord. And we find this is what Abel done. He worshiped the Lord and he offered an excellent sacrifice. My friend, he obtained witness that he was righteous, that God was pleased with that. Can I say this evening that we cannot worship my friend the Lord in doubt. My friend, we can worship him in faith, but we cannot worship him in doubt. My friend, we can't doubt God in our prayer. We can't doubt God in our Bible study and expect to worship the Lord. We worship the Lord when we believe him, when we trust Him. When we act by faith, that's when we worship the Lord. When we come in the house of God, we fully expect that God is going to do all that He said He would do. My friend, it's amazing how God works and all that God does. But many times we just go ahead and throw God under the bus. Oh, my friend, we say there's too much going on here. There's too much going on there. There's no way we'll be able to worship God tonight. My friend, it's not that. Amen. It's the fact that you don't believe that God can take care of all those things. Amen. And that's why we can't worship God. Hey, we can worship God in the worst of the worst circumstances. I believe that if Paul and Silas can worship God in Acts chapter number 16 in the deepest, darkest prison, my friend, with the door slammed shut, no key inside, chained my friend up. I believe if they can worship God at midnight hour, that honey, we can worship God through any situation in our life. I find, amen, that those prison situations in the book of Acts, they're rather unusual. You never find one of the disciples complaining. You find them always excited. Amen. To suffer shame and reproach for the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. You find Peter over there in the book of Acts. He's thrown into prison. And what does he do? He goes to sleep. He's not a bit excited about it. He's not worried about it. I mean, he gets a little rest while he's in prison. And when daybreak comes, amen, if he was not released, amen, which the Lord did, I believe he'd have started preaching to that crowd. Amen. By faith, we worship the Lord. Believing, amen, that 
our worship is not by what we've done. It's not of the works of our hands. Believing that our worship is solely and holy because of the cross of Calvary. You see this evening, we don't deserve to worship God. We don't deserve to be able to worship God. The best that we can do, the best that we can live. I would never be enough to worship God with. I don't have anything in myself to offer God. I don't. I can't preach good enough. I can't speak eloquent enough. I can't live clean enough. I, my friend, to worship God in the good works of my flesh. Well, my soul, but when I plead the blood of Calvary, when I go back to the place I got saved, honey, the blood of Jesus upon my heart, that's something to worship God about. That's something we can worship in. And that's something that God is pleased with. Amen. He's pleased with the blood of His precious Son. So we find that Abel worshiped through faith. We find verse number 5 that by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. You find in Genesis chapter 5 that Enoch was a man. The Bible tells that after he begot Methuselah, my friend, he walked with the Lord some 300 and something years. My friend Enoch, he realized, amen, that in order for him to walk with the Lord, it was going to take faith. Can I remind this church this evening that we're in this thing, amen, and we must walk with the Lord. And for us to walk with the Lord, we must walk by faith. My friend, trusting the Lord for our very next step, trusting the Lord for everything that is to come in the future. My friend, in our lives, career-wise, financially-wise, my friend, we may have a one-year plan, a two-year plan, a five-year plan, a ten-year plan. My friend, some of us just live day by day, amen. But we're looking, amen, at the physical. And sometimes we look down the road and we may say, this is impossible, it cannot be done. Can I say in our walk with the Lord that we don't walk in what we see? After the scripture tells us, Paul said that we walk not by sight, but we walk by faith. We put one foot in front of the other, trusting that God is going to provide our needs in the days to come. That he will, amen, do what's needed to be done. Can you imagine the disciples over there as they forsook all the Bible says and they follow the Lord Jesus. They laid their job aside. My friend, they laid everything that they knew aside, even their very families, and they began to follow our Lord. They walked by faith and not by sight. Enoch, he was a man in a, gener- in a bunch of generations. How The Bible says, amen, Genesis 5, it speaks about these generations. And at the end of each one of the names that it mentions, it says, and he died, and he died, and he died. But you get down there to Enoch's name. How God give him a little baby by the name of Methuselah. That baby lived to be the oldest man in the word of God that's recorded. My friend Methuselah's name, it literally meant that when he dies it shall come. Speaking about the judgment and speaking about the flood. My friend that was to come. That baby, God used that baby to change Enoch's life. And he began to walk by faith hand in hand with the Lord. It's amazing how God will send something into your life that will change your direction. It will change your life. It will change your want to. It will open your eyes. Amen. We must walk by faith. Trusting the Lord for our every need. Trusting Him to provide. The folks in the building that teach Sunday school, you know what it's like on Sunday morning to trust the Lord to walk by faith. Amen. You know what it's like when you wake up and you say, Lord, you've given me all these thoughts. How am I ever going to put them together? You know what it's like. Amen. To be standing face to face with somebody and God tells you to witness to them and you ain't take, you've not taken no premeditated thought as to what you should say. But God's saying witness to them. Tell them about the love of God. Tell them about
about Calvary uh, and all of a sudden we have to step out and walk by faith uh, trusting that the Lord's going to guide our tongue uh, that we don't say anything wrong uh, that we don't say anything out of order uh, can I say that's walking by faith uh, we know what it's like uh, uh, my friend the church knows what it's like uh, uh, my friend to look out over the horizon and say there's no way we'll make it uh, oh my soul but we keep putting one foot in front of the other uh, just trusting the Lord uh, uh, my friend and he sees us through uh, uh, there are times that financially folks uh, uh, my friend get to the place where uh, there's no way we can make it uh, uh, my friend but the scripture tells us uh, that God has never allowed one of his uh, to be hungered or begging bread uh, and we walk by faith uh, trusting that the Lord will provide our every need uh, that doesn't give us a reason uh, uh, my friend to go out and squander what God has given us uh, uh, my friend I believe God will get your attention if you're doing that amen uh, uh, my friend but I believe uh, that if we're doing the will of God and the work of God uh, that God will put our needs amen before us uh, he done it countless times through the scripture uh, we must walk by faith uh, and not by sight Enoch walked uh, by faith and the Bible says that he had this testimony that it pleased the Lord uh, he made not provision for the flesh uh, uh, my friend but he walked by faith uh, just believing God taking God as it was uh, substance of things hope for evidence of things uh, uh, not yet seen uh, and we find also in verse number 6 uh, uh, my friend the Bible says but without faith it is impossible to please him uh, uh, my friend God's not interested uh, uh, my friend in you uh, uh, looking out over the horizon uh, uh, my friend all those things God's interested in you trusting him uh, God's interested in you believing him uh, God wants you to act in faith uh, uh, my friend in the Bible says in verse number 7 my faith nor being warned of God of things not seen as yet move with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by the which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness which is by faith uh, Noah became a witness my friend uh, that he operated his life by faith he believed God and that ark became a witness and a testimony uh, my friend that he had access uh, unto a warning of the judgment to come uh, my friend that was given by the Lord uh, my friend you we must if we have a witness my friend the Lord Jesus Christ unto this lost and dying world uh, our witness will come uh, by faith amen uh, this world does not understand faith amen they don't understand uh, even though we practice it every day as I use the analogy Wednesday night about sitting on the pew we exercise faith in uh, my friend almost every capacity of our life uh, yet when it comes to spiritual things uh, uh, we do not understand amen faith uh, uh, my friend but faith is just simply believing God trusting God uh, amen doing what God says uh, uh, being obedient unto him uh, obedience and faith will go hand in hand uh, you'll never find one without the other amen uh, you can't be obedient without faith amen you can't have faith without being obedient uh, uh, to the Lord uh, James amen spoke about faith uh, and he spoke about faith without works is dead. Faith will always move you into action. When you really believe something, it will move you into action. My friend, it will cause you to do something. Amen. It will cause you, amen, as you sit down on your pew, the analogy that we use Wednesday night, you believe that that pew is able to hold the weight of your body. When you sit down on the pew, your faith in that pew caused you to relax. Amen. It caused you to trust. My friend, that you don't have to exercise your muscles to hold up your weight. Amen. When the gas gauge gets to empty, you exercise faith that that gas gauge is telling you the truth and you better get to the gas station. Amen. When my friend you look at slings, you exercise faith and in the word of God we must also exercise our faith. The Bible says by faith, verse number 8, but by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for inheritance obeyed and when he went out not knowing which he went, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise, 
we must also live by faith. Amen. Every day that we live, amen, we must live by faith. And these folks that we read about, and, and there's no way I can preach this entire chapter tonight, amen. I can see I'm going to lose you in about 10 minutes, amen. Uh, so we find, amen, in these these people here in the first part of chapter number 11, that all that they had, they gained, they found access through faith. They got it from the Lord, but they accessed it from the Lord by faith. The Bible says, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise. Now, you know the story of Abraham, how that he was called out of the land of the Chaldees, amen, and he was called out, amen, into Canaan's land, how Abraham was a relatively rich man, amen, yet he dwelt in a tent, amen, of the latter part of his life. And we find, amen, he dwelt in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. He sojourned by faith. Can I say this evening, that the Lord, amen, will help us if we will learn, amen, to sojourn by faith. Uh, that's part of living by faith. Amen. It's sojourning by faith. Uh, trusting. Amen. That God's got us right where he wants us. Uh, amen. Going where God wants us to go. Doing what God wants us to do. Uh, amen. You say preach. That's simple preaching. I know it is. Uh, amen. But it's needed preaching. Amen. Uh, it's something we have to, I have to remind myself. Uh, I believe I'm going to get me a big mirror and put it up on that back wall. Amen. So I can preach to myself every now and then. Uh, and if y'all quit saying amen, I can say amen. Uh, y'all quit waving your arms. I can wave my arm back at myself. Amen. We had to sojourn by faith. Uh, Abraham lived in a land. He was called to go into the land of the Canaanites. Uh, uh, my friend, a people that was not his people. Uh, uh, my friend, into a strange place. Uh, amen. Without mom and daddy. Amen. Uh, I praise the Lord. But he went because he was sojourning by faith. He was living by faith. He was following after God. Uh, and you'll find, amen, verse number 11. The Bible says, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed. Uh, now Sarah was 90 years old according to the scripture. Uh, when the Lord, amen, uh, allowed her to conceive the seed of Isaac that he had promised. Uh, uh, now you know the story how that Abraham uh, and Sarah had conjured up this plan. Uh, uh, my friend, that Sarah would give her a handmaiden, amen, unto Abraham and Abraham went, amen, he lay with her, uh, amen, and they conceived and brought forth Ishmael, uh, a product of the flesh, amen, a product uh, uh, my friend of their mind, their thinking, uh, a product of what they wanted to do. It was not a product of faith. It was not a product of promise. Uh, it was not a product of God. Amen. And Ishmael for 13 years he lived. Amen. Abraham had fellowship with Ishmael but for that 13 years Abraham had no word from the Lord. Amen. You study your Bible and your scripture. Amen. You'll find that for that 13 years from the time that Ishmael was born to the time Isaac was born. My friend that God didn't speak to Abraham. It seems as though Abraham went through a lull. He went through a time period because he had disobeyed the Lord and acted in the product of the flesh and the power of the flesh uh, uh, that God amen just quit speaking amen uh, uh, can I say this evening uh, that we must sojourn by faith uh, we must listen amen for the work of the, for, for God amen to give direction and we'll find ourselves in a place uh, uh, that we're wanting a word from the Lord uh, but there's no word that comes uh, uh, the Bible says through faith Sarah receives strength to conceive seed uh, God made a promise and God always comes good on his promises uh, there are times that God may tell you something God may give you direction or an inclination of something. And yes, God does speak to his people. Hey man, he speaks to his people, by the way. If he hadn't spoke to you lately, hey man, you might already get in an altar of repentance. Hey man, can I say there's times that God don't speak to me? Hey man, you know what I find out? There's something in my life that needs fixing. Hey man, it may be a simple thing, a little thing. Hey man, there's something in my life that needs some attention. And I find that when I give due attention of repentance, hey man, that's always what it is. I just go ahead and be honest with you. I'll just level 
with you this evening. It's always repentance, amen, because I, I amen, God's never wrong, amen. It's always me that has come up, I, my friend, on the wrong side. God's never been wrong on his end of the deal, I, I, my friend. And when we repent, amen, God begins to speak, amen, once again. God will always come good on his promises. I, I, God may speak to you, amen, today, and it may be days or months or weeks, amen, down the road, but God will always come good on what he says. I, I, the Bible tells, amen, that Sarah received strength to conceive seed when she was 90 years old. And the Bible says she was delivered a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised her. There's a little part of Sarah that still believed God, amen. She still trusted God. Can I say this evening? I, the Bible says that she received strength. I, when we live by faith, we must trust the Lord, I, I, my friend, by faith to receive the strength, I, I, my friend, to do what God wants us to do. Amen. There are times that you'll have to pray for God to give you the strength to do what he's told you to do. Amen. What he's said. Amen. He's already nailed it down. That's what God intends to do in your life. Amen. We must pray. Amen. At times uh, for the strength. Amen. To go through with what God wants us to do. Uh, my friend, as I spoke a minute ago, the Sunday school teachers, the choir, folks that work in this church. Amen. I understand there are times that you've got to pray for strength. Amen. Physically. Amen. Just to be able to do what God wants you to do, to be able to do it to the best of your ability. There are times, amen, physically that we just simply have to pray and ask God to give us, amen, the energy in our physical flesh to go through and to do, amen, what he would have us to do. There are times that we have to pray that God give us the spiritual strength and the courage and the boldness to be able to stand and to convey, amen, what God would have us to do, amen. Can I say living by faith, we must trust the Lord by faith for our strength. And there is access to strength from the Lord by faith, by the way. Amen. If you're here tonight and you need strength from the Lord, amen, maybe you're here tonight and you need spiritual strength, I want to say there's access to it by faith. If you're here tonight and you need physical strength, I want to say that there is access to it through the Word of God, my friend, through faith. Amen. The Lord has a supply house, amen, that is not short. Amen. He is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think. In the book of Jude, he said, now unto him who is able to keep you from falling, if he's able to keep you from falling, honey, he's able to do anything and everything. I want to remind you the God that we serve is not just any God, but he is an almighty God. He is a mighty God. He is, my friend, the God of heaven, the God of earth. He created it all, amen, and he can give you strength in the time of trouble in your life. And access is made to that through faith in Lord Jesus Christ. We find, amen, also in verse number 10, amen, we find, amen, that Abraham, he found sight, my friend, through faith. The Bible says he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. I believe that part of his sojourning, amen, was by faith, amen, but he was looking, my friend, for what God had promised him, amen. His sight, amen, was fixed upon another country, upon another city. He was fixed upon a city that hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. In verse number 13, you'll find, my friend, the Bible says, all died in faith, not having received the promise but having seen them afar off. My friend, they seen them through the eye of faith, believing God, trusting God. And the Bible says they were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. Can I say the only way we'll ever come to terms with what's going on around us is that we embrace the fact that we are strangers and pilgrims and we look by faith, my friend, to a city that hath foundations, to a place where the builder and maker is God. My friend, we must look by faith. My friend, our sight must be by faith. And we find through the word of
Word of God, verse number 16. Uh, my friend, we find the Bible says, but now they desire a better country. Uh, Abraham found, amen, his sons Isaac, amen, uh, and Jacob, they found that their satisfaction was by faith uh, in believing the Lord. Uh, the Bible says that now they desire a better country. That is a heavenly. I don't know about you, if there's anybody else you're struggling, amen, low, I want the things of this world, amen, all the while your heart's set on the heavenly, amen, you'll never be satisfied with the earthly when your heart is set on the heavenly. And when you're saved by the grace of God, can I say all the riches this world may pile up will never satisfy you. Oh, my soul, our desire, our satisfaction is in the heavenly. My friend, some of the happiest people you'll ever see are the poorest people you'll ever see. My friend, those missionaries that have come to our church, some of them have given up, amen, everything they have, but they come here with a smile on their face, with joy in their heart. My friend, because their desire is in the heavenly. Their desire, amen, is for a better country. Their desire is of the Lord and they are satisfied because they've acted on faith and they're believing God as to what He has promised. Also, amen, we serve the Lord by faith. Amen. Anything else, amen, won't please the Lord if we serve Him out of a have to. If we serve Him out of obligation, it will not please Him. Amen. But when we serve Him by faith, it will please the Lord. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter number 12, verse number 28, the Bible says, Wherefore we receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Now, that verse of Scripture right there, if you was able to turn a page or two over in your Bible, if you will notice, amen, it says, let us have grace, and then it says, whereby we may serve God. Now, it takes grace to serve the Lord, amen. And then we go back to that verse of Scripture, Romans chapter number 5, amen, how do we get grace, amen? We have, by Romans chapter number 5, verse number 2, by whom we also have access by faith unto His grace, amen. So if it takes grace to serve the Lord, it takes faith to access grace, amen, in order, amen, to serve Him and to serve Him acceptably and with reverence and godly fear. So we serve Him by faith, amen, trusting in the grace of God, amen, not trusting in what we're doing, but trusting in the grace of God. And also, amen, we stand by faith. Now this church, amen, we're getting ready to gather out there at the commissioner's office, amen, tomorrow evening, amen, we're going to take a stand, amen, and there's going to be days to come, amen, we're going to take more stands, there's no doubt in the day and hour that we live. There are times that individually we take a stand. There are times that we take a stand just simply against the devil. Nobody else is around. Nobody else knows what's going on. We just take a stand, amen, for the Lord Jesus Christ. It takes faith believing that God, amen, is going to see us through, that God's going to take care and that God's going to do what needs to be done. We must have, amen, we must realize that our access under these things comes by faith. These people in the Word of God, amen, they were ordinary people doing extraordinary things. If you look in the Word of God, you'll find, amen, that Abel, there's nothing spectacular. I mentioned about him, he's just simply a shepherd. Everybody in the Bible nearly is a shepherd, ain't they? Amen. He's just an ordinary somebody. Amen. But he trusted, amen, in somebody that was headed somewhere. And he amen, was an ordinary person that done an extraordinary thing. You find Enoch, amen. There's nothing special mentioned about him until God sent Methuselah along and he began by faith to walk with the Lord. And then he became an ordinary person doing an extraordinary thing. Amen. You find uh, that Noah, he was an ordinary person in the Word of God, but all of a sudden he does an extraordinary thing. Abraham in the Word of God, all the while he was in the land of the earth, the shadow. Days, you find there's nothing spectacular about him physically. There's 
Nothing spectacular about him mentally, but all of a sudden he begins to trust the Lord. And my friend, he's an ordinary person doing an extraordinary thing. Can I say this evening that we may be a bunch of ordinary people? Amen. I say thank God that God is able to take the ordinary and God is able to do the extraordinary when we trust him by faith. You say, preacher, how are we going to do it? By faith. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us in the book of James, I'm going to close right now. The Bible tells us in the book of James. And the prayer of faith, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Amen. The prayer of faith, somebody ought to say amen louder than that, bless God. Amen. I don't believe some of you believe that. Can I get down here where you can hear me? I say the prayer of faith shall save the sick. We have access unto all that God has. I know I'm reiterating somewhat I said Wednesday night. Somebody needs to hear it. Amen. We have access unto all that God has through faith, believing Him. Amen. Would you tonight believe God? Amen. There's some people that need to see a miracle. There's a county that needs to see a miracle. Amen. There's children. There's grandchildren. There's brothers and sisters, mamas and daddies, grandmas and grandmas. They need to see a miracle. And the only way ordinary people like me and you are ever going to see a miracle is when we tap into God's storehouse, into His supply house by faith. And then ordinary people will become the extraordinary, not because of anything we've done, but because we access what God has. Amen. 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 And I want to remind you that He's got it all. There's nothing out of His hand or out of His control. Contrary to what the devil's whispering in your ear, probably even right now, there's nothing out of God's control. And there are times, I want to remind you, when you get back home and the devil really sets in on you, you see church is kind of a place of refuge. Amen. Sometimes the devil fights your tooth and toenail, but for the most part, this is a place of refuge. Amen. Sometimes this becomes a battleground, but a lot of times this is a place of refuge. But when you get back home, and he sets in with both feet. I want to remind you that you have access to all that God has through faith. Believing him, trusting him. You can ask God. If you've been saved by the grace of God, the blood of Jesus supplied your heart, that gives you access to the throne room of God. And if you'll believe God, you can access all that he has. You may say, preacher, I, 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 I'll be too wore out to come this week to revival. Let me ask you something. Will you try? Will you put the Word of God to the test? Amen. And will you try, will you ask God and say, give me the strength. Give me the physical strength to be there every night. Amen. Hey, listen, it'll work, I promise you. Amen. I'm speaking from experience, brother. I put it to the test. And I'll just go ahead and tell you it works. Amen. Amen. That you can put it to the test, the Word of God. When you trust the Word of God, hey, we're too easy to roll over. Amen. We're, hey, listen, I always say my daddy didn't raise a quitter. Amen. We're too easy to quit most of the time. Ah, too tired. Put the Word of God to the test. When you say, I can't live in this world, will you put the Word of God to the test and say, Lord, your Word says, mark it down. You see, God's Word is settled in heaven, and God's not going to renege on His Word. Amen. He's not going to back up on it. Amen. What he said, he meant. And when you put the ball in God's court, I promise you, the ball game will always be won. 
You may be here and you say, my sights is all out of order. My satisfaction, I ain't got none. Will you put the Word of God to the test? Will you trust by faith and access what God has? Would you stand with me all over the building? Miss Martha, if you'll come to the piano. If you're here tonight and you've never been saved, I want to say to you, Ephesians chapter number 2, I believe it's verse number 8, for we are saved by grace through faith. That not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. Verse number 9, I believe it is, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Friend, there's not one thing that you have to offer God that will please God. But you can come to Him by faith, trusting in the finished work of Calvary. And faith, when you believe in who He is, you'll always come with repentance. Amen? True faith, true believing in the Lord Jesus Christ will always be mingled with repentance. You can't believe that God's a holy God. You can't confess Him as Lord without repenting of your sins. It's impossible. Amen. If you're here tonight and you're not saved, would you come to him tonight? It is that simple to be saved. Amen. It is that simple as it has been testified here earlier to be set free. Amen. Salvation sets you free. I was thinking tonight as they're singing that song, I was wanting to jump up and down, amen, run around the church. And, amen. Seemed like the flesh just wouldn't do it. Amen. Amen. I'm being honest. Do y'all good to be honest every now and then. Amen. Amen. Because I began to think back. I was a bondage to sin. I was thinking while they were singing that song, what the weight of that condemnation felt like. I remember it just like it was yesterday. Felt like the church house was sitting on my shoulders. So heavy, so weighed down, so bound. Oh, but when I came to an altar by faith, believing the Word of God, Trusting the finished work of Calvary. Jesus removed that. Oh, I'm free tonight. Saved tonight. You can be that way. Maybe you're here tonight and maybe your heart needs encouraged. Maybe you need one of those things that I preached on. Maybe you need something I didn't preach on. I want to say tonight he's able to meet that need. Maybe you're here tonight and you want to worship God. Worship Him by faith. First step in worshiping. When you first get saved, everybody wants to come in the church house shouting. Amen? Most of you do. Some of you don't. Amen. You want to come in shouting, doing all, all that God wants you to do. Sometimes God lets us do that. The first step of worship is crawling down in an altar. And trusting God with them areas of our lives that we don't dare visit very often. Saying, God, I need you. God's pleased with the worship of faith, offering our problems to Him, trusting He's able to meet them. If you need to pray, would you come tonight? Well, every head's bowed and every eye's closed for just a few seconds, for just a minute. While Miss Martha sings, would you come to Him tonight?
Amen. trust him. Just trust him, child. Trust him right now. Sing it, church. Determine it in your heart. Amen. 